0: the heather mccoy show and welcome back to the heather mccoy show joining us is, is me is right now is the man in charge of creating the new heel hauser exhibit at chapman college which opens this saturday the 29th and sa- this saturday is free and open to the public welcome to the show rand boyd oh, good,
1: morning. good morning
0: good morning um so how did the re- just start of start off from scratch um how did the relationship between huel and chapman college start
1: well, it, it started uh, back in early 2011, and uh, Huel had decided he wanted to slowly take a uh, phased retirement, and uh, he wanted to find a home for his uh, for his shows. He specifically wanted to find a place that would uh, air them, make them free, avail- freely available on online, and he had approached a couple different schools, um, and uh, he wasn't really happy with uh, the response that he got. Um, Very. Responses. Anyways, and he remembered that uh, our president, Jim Doty, had written a letter to him asking him to come down and visit uh, Chapman at some point because he had done a show on Orange, but he had never come to, to uh, actually to the campus. So anyways, uh, Huell was impressed by that. It was a handwritten letter and all that. He uh, came down, had lunch with uh, the president. Walk the campus, and you know, and Hugh Hauser was very into uh, into site preservation, historical site preservation, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of old buildings on campus, and so he responded to that, and uh, so initially it started out with just him giving us the the air episodes to stream on our website, but over time developed a relationship with us, uh, he liked us more and more, I guess, and really the bottom line of it, and he started giving us more and more material, So, and, and, and to the point where when he finally did pass away, we got everything.
0: Uh, do- as you mentioned, Heelhauser donated his massive show archives to Chapman College as well as his art collection of found objects he had uh, collected while doing a show. How hard was it to shift through all the stuff he had given you and all the material to create the exhibit?
1: Oh my gosh! It was uh, it was very difficult, mainly because we had gotten it in phases. Uh, we'd get a little batch here, a little batch there, while he was alive, and um, so nothing had really uh, had uh, been cataloged. Um, I was it's just a lot of work to do it in the first place. So then, so then, when there was a call to create this exhibit, I had to go back through all this partially cataloged material to to sort out what we wanted. And then there was, you know, it was also you when you pick material, you you create a, um, a thesis statement What with, with the message that the, you want the exhibit to to, uh, to convey to the public, and you want to pick material that will support that. So so even though there was a lot of interesting things, a lot of them didn't make it into the exhibit because they didn't really support the thesis statement. So,
0: Where was the thesis statement?
1: Uh, essentially that um, he was all about his TV show. Uh, he didn't really feel that uh, that he, as a television personality, was important or was even interesting when actually he was very interesting. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to show that you couldn't separate the man from from the television show. That Huell was California's gold and vice versa. So um, it was very. But on the other hand, he, the man was very very private, and uh, so we selected personal items to go into the exhibit, uh, we had to be very cognizant of that fact. And, uh, and so we wanted to craft this idea that he was a consummate professional from a very early age. He got into broadcasting in the early 70s, around 71, 72, and, uh, and that this dominated his life and his, uh, his professional career.
0: So you had an office recreation of where he used to actually sit and work on the show?
1: Yeah, yes, actually, yeah, cuz we were lucky like, cuz we got the entire estate, so we were able to also get his furniture. And so when I went to I went he had a uh, office in Hollywood. Up at the crossroads of the world, and I went up there and took photos of that, and we got the furniture from there, and uh, and we were able to uh, recreate it to what it looked like. He had actually had a pretty good taste, um, even though it was a business office. It was kind of nice. He 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 really liked mid-century modern furniture, and that's and that's uh, how his office is decorated. So that's what we did. So it's kind of nice. I like it.
0: So was creating an exhibit at first, when you first thought of doing this, was it challenging due to, due to the fact that his art was a TV show, which is a format that is linear and you have to sit th- at one place uh, for just yeah. one episode?
1: Oh, absolutely. Because, uh, in fact, that was mainly what we, we um, the Automobile Club of Southern California, they're the ones that sponsored the exhibit. And uh, so they brought in a, uh, an exhibit design company that they work with uh, regularly, Hunt Design, out of Los Angeles. And so, um, so I met with them for several meetings to try to figure out exactly how we were going to tell this story. Uh, because of the fact that the majority of the collection was in these audiovisual tapes, how do we how do we get the meat out of that to, to show the public in a in a static exhibit? So uh, I think we actually did a pretty good job. Um, we have a timeline of his professional life, his personal life, and we also have uh, screenshots. Uh, we talk about the uh, the um, uh, production behind the scenes, how mm-hmm. the shows are put together, as well as his on-screen persona. And uh, we also have uh, the Automobile Club also sponsored a documentary, a, a 55-minute documentary. And so we'll have a short clip from that playing in the exhibit. And uh, and then we have a large map uh, across the floor. The entire floor is a map of California showing the majority of places that he visited throughout his, his California career.
0: And then so, um, like, how many pieces total? I, I should have went back to this earlier, but how many total pieces did he give Chapman College to preserve?
1: Well, um it's the, the collection is uh of several components. The largest component is, is the tape collection and uh-huh. and there's uh there's the camera masters, so all the raw footage that he shot and that's about oh, about four thousand tapes. Wow. And then the, and then there's uh the all the final episodes of the different series he did, Cal Gold, Cal Water, Cal Parks, all that kind of thing and that's there's about uh, fifteen hundred to two thousand tapes for that. And then there's the uh his art, which is about maybe about two hundred pieces. Uh, there was a research library that that he and his staff created, which was about 1,800 volumes. Oh wow! And then and then there was about uh, 50 linear feet of program files, because so for every show they would do, you know, research, and they would save everything. He insisted on saving everything. So these program files are just a just a great resource of uh, information. And so there's about 50 linear feet of that. And then finally, there's his personal papers. And there's about maybe uh, eight to ten feet of uh, material dealing with his personal life and his Free California career.
0: So uh, you, you mentioned that he has a camera masters. Are those in tape or film, and how do you preserve something like that over time?
1: Well, the ones we have, uh, you know, the stuff he did in in Tennessee would have been on film uh, initially, but all the material we have is on DigiBeta. beta, and uh, a lot of it was originally one inch masters and uh, the other older older formats. Uh, but when we got them, they've been transferred over to a more uh, a more stable format and uh, but you know the thing is is uh even then these maybe have a life expectancy about fifteen years twenty years, so what you do is you know you keep them uh you keep them in a steady, cool environment uh, low humidity, and um you uh also have to just keep an eye on them because eventually we'll end up having to uh well, we've been digitizing them as we go anyways, uh but that's digitization's not a preservation solution, it's just an access solution, so <clears throat> until we come up with something better than tape um and then we're just going to have to watch them and we'll transfer them over to new stock as as we need to but uh, probably not for another 10 years or so
0: did you certainty. did you uh, run them at 4K like how studios basically try to put format uh Blu-ray releases for release or how did you archive that
1: exactly I'm sorry, I didn't quite understand. Oh, um,
0: how did, how exactly did you digitize it? Did you uh, remaster it at 4K so it's a really high resolution? Or oh, th- how uh, did you...
1: um, no, I think they did a... Uh, I didn't do it. It was another department on uh-huh. the campus, our audiovisual department, and Panther Productions. Um, as I understand it, uh, they did a low-res uh, uh, digitization. Oh, okay. So then they could stream it off of their uh, website. Ah. And um, so now at some point, what I'll do as an archivist, I'll go in and I'll, I'll do a high res, um, grab. And, uh, but what format I'm going to do it in, I haven't quite decided yet. Uh,
0: what plans does Chapman college have for, um, what future plans do they have to further show Heel's legacy?
1: Well, we're, we're not a college anymore. We, in 1991, we became university. Oh, okay. Chapman university. Chapman, yeah. U- Chapman university. Um, but, um, well, the, uh, the, with the sponsorship of the Automobile Club, uh, we were able to create this exhibit. And we also have, as part of this, we also have a reading room uh, to, to support the archives. And so the reading room is open to the public, and uh, scholars can come and, and work in his papers, in his, uh, in his film, his, uh, his video, his production, and uh, that kind of thing. And, and there's a uh, financial support for that for, for a while. So and then of course we'll be doing. We also hired a a special archivist just to support the program, and we're going to uh, we'll do outreach. We'll uh, do programs for the public, and and there's we might even do it some sort of traveling exhibit. I don't. I think that's still in the works.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Um, Within the show, the current show, uh, is there anything related to his really awesome episode at the Baghdad Cafe?
1: Uh, no, I'm sorry, we didn't. What uh. we did is because well, that's the thing. See, there were so many awesome episodes, so we had to pick. We had to pick the top, you know, the top number, and and Bagdad didn't make it.
0: So, uh, how how many people are coming? That um, the the opening day, a lot of the people that Hugh has interviewed are coming. Uh, how hard was it to get in touch with them and um, and get them to come over to uh, Chapman University?
1: Well, I haven't been doing that. Sp- uh directly that we oh, okay. have the, um program coordinator that does that. But um I've been sitting in on the meetings and uh from what I understand uh they've been very responsive. You know, they were all uh you know, Hill was uh was very popular and still is very popular and and these folks um they were very appreciative of the of the uh airtime that you know that he gave them and so uh and, and it's it's interesting to see this, this this you know literally groundswell of support from from the public uh for Huel's memory and and his uh, and his legacy,
0: will there be a In-N-Out mobile truck?
1: Uh, no. We were <laughs> no. really trying to do that, but they, they wanted a a a long lead time, and we just didn't we didn't make the deadline for them.
0: And then, how long does the show run?
1: The exhibit is permanent, so it'll be oh uh, wow. It, it, yeah, it'll be there until we until it until people stop going.
0: And, and then, uh, where is it on campus? And where do they park and the, stuff like that?
1: it's in the library it's down in the basement in the library and um the library is is the central building on campus and there's visitor parking uh, off campus that they can then take a shuttle in that's probably the most efficient way and uh, there'll be signage directing folks to the uh to the exhibit and then uh, also on sorry
0: oh no go ahead
1: oh i was going to say also on saturday they will be uh airing the documentary and uh, and so then folks will be able to watch this documentary on uh, on Hugh's career.
0: Is the documentary a Saturday only thing?
1: No, uh, uh, you know of course they're going to be playing on Saturday. I understand that there's other plans to uh, to make it available to the public. Oh, that's and great. That, yeah, exactly. Um, I think there was talk about uh, showing it in other venues. I don't know if that's still going to happen or not.
0: Okay. Any final thoughts you want to leave leave us off with, or?
1: Uh, not really. Except that uh, you know, it's it's been a uh, an amazing uh, um, uh, trip. I I had a you know the chance to uh, meet and work with Hugh on um, the last two years of his life, and and he was really a, he was really a professional man. I really uh, I just wish I had a chance to uh, you know get to know him better than I did. Um, he he left too soon, and uh, and I think that the the important service he did to our state, you know, he documented the end of the 20th century and the beginning of the 21st century in our state at a level that most historians uh, tend to ignore. So I think that that is an amazingly important thing. I mean, um, so I think that in the future, his material, his body of his work is going to become even more important than it is now to his fans.
0: Well, thanks for joining us, Rand, and uh, I'm looking forward to go seeing the exhibit this Sunday.
1: Oh, I hope to see you there. I'll be there. Oh,
0: definitely. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll introduce myself if I see you. So um, thanks again for joining us, and this is, of course, The Heather McCoy Show.